Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Friday, March 18th. Uh, just a quick reminder once again that this podcast will be going on a hiatus. There will not be a podcast between Thursday, March 24th and Friday, April 1st. Um, the podcast will resume on Monday, April 4th. Um, so that out of the way, this morning you are seeing stocks take a breather in the U.S. and Europe. So the S&P futures are down about 27 points. That's about 63 basis points. Dow futures are down 195 points. That's about 55 basis points. And the NASDAQ futures are down about 98 points. That is about 70 basis points. So down 60 to 70 basis points for the U.S. equity futures. Europe's major indices are trading down about 20 to 45 basis points overall. They are still up about 4 to 5% on a week-to-date basis. Um, no massive movers in Europe, but you are seeing underperformance in autos um, and consumer staples. You're seeing mild outperformance in tech uh, and basic resources. Asia generally ended higher across the board. Um, there was some mild losses in Hong Kong. The Hang Seng fell about 40 basis points. Um, so... Not any major developments this morning, although I will say in the last 24 to 36 hours, you've definitely seen a negative change in the tone out of the Ukraine-Russia negotiations. So I think starting last weekend, there was a lot of optimism on the tape from both sides um, that has deteriorated a little bit. And I think that's causing this morning's mild pullback. Um, you really saw this in crude yesterday. Crude spiked about 8% yesterday. It's about flat this morning. Um, and I think that just reflected some of the headlines that you're seeing out of, uh, again, those negotiations. And I think a big part of that is, um, you know, I think Ukraine continues to perform very well militarily. They are being bombarded um, with shelling and, and missile attacks from Russia um, in their major cities. There was another strike in the far western part of the country this morning, um, you know, suggesting that Russia is kind of moving into that that part of Ukraine, which they've uh, avoided largely so far during the assault. Um, but I think Ukraine continues to perform very well on the ground, and that's probably making them push for better terms in any type of a settlement deal. And I think Putin is increasingly backed into a corner, which is not necessarily, um, you know, which is not necessarily a, a, a safe state for for him to be in in terms of the world, and and whether or not he lashes out or digs his heels in and refuses to kind of agree to any type of a settlement. So negotiations are still ongoing. Um, you know, there's going to be a million headlines throughout the day going forward and probably throughout the weekend as well. But I definitely think the last 24 to 36 hours, um, you know, it's, there's been a setback. Um, other than that, there's really not much else to talk about this morning. No major economic data, no huge central bank developments. The BOJ meeting was uh, right in line with expectations and, and pretty much irrelevant for U.S. equities. Um, you are going to have this Biden-Xi phone call um, today should start in the next few hours. Um, I don't think you're going to see any kind of real major developments come out of it. Um, other than if you were to see Beijing come out and say that they are kind of going to be more assertive in helping to negotiate some type of a settlement to Russia, Ukraine, um, that certainly would be a positive, um, a positive development. But otherwise, I don't think people are kind of looking for any huge um, game changing developments out of that phone call. Um, the company specific news last night in the U.S. was a little bit underwhelming. Um, you know, FedEx earnings, they missed in the quarter due to weak margins. Um, their qualitative commentary is still relatively bullish, and they left guidance for the year unchanged, but um, mildly under underwhelming quarter. And then you also had uh, two more steel companies come out last night. Um, 
providing Q1 guidance below expectations. That follows Nucor, which also provided guidance below expectations yesterday morning. Um, the qualitative commentary, again, from those companies is still pretty bullish, but um, you know, certainly the tenor of uh, company-specific news last night was a little bit underwhelming. Um, and that is pretty much everything for today. Otherwise, it's kind of just discussing a lot of the same themes and trends. Um, as far as China is concerned, you know, obviously you had that announcement a couple of days ago that was very market friendly, very economy friendly. This weekend, China will have its first piece of, will have its first opportunity to signal to markets whether or not it's really serious about kind of um, accelerating its its steps to stabilize markets and the economy. They're going to have their loan prime rate setting Sunday night, Monday morning. Um, I think people widely anticipate those rates to get cut. If they don't get cut, I think you're going to see a lot of disappointment Monday in um, in Chinese and Hong Kong equities. Um, so that's definitely something to watch for this weekend. Looking into next week quickly on the calendar, um, that China decision will be, I think, a major one on the macro front for Monday morning. Flash PMIs are on Thursday. You're going to have a NATO summit on Thursday, European Council summit Thursday, Friday. Biden will be in attendance. Um, he'll be in Europe next week. And then you have um, a couple of earnings reports, including Nike, Adobe, uh, General Mills, Tencent, and a few others. That's all next week. Um, and that is pretty much everything for today, Friday, March 18th. Thank you for listening.